Hello, listeners. Thank you for listening to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Hope you had a good day today. Oh, let's just get down right to it again. This is going to be part three of UFO slash aliens. And I found uh, another article, or not really should say an article, but Something interesting during the research today, and I just stumbled across this, and I thought it was pretty interesting, so I wrote it down. (laughs) And it says, religious pilgrims. Now, this is in the 12th century when this took place, so remember, in the 12th century, religious pilgrims in the southwest England reported seeing a glowing fire belching dragon. It emerged from the sea, flying into the air, and just disappearing. And this fire belching dragon just disappeared into the sky. You know... You, when you read something like this or you see stuff like that one, you start questioning, you start raising questions up in your mind. And the question starts coming, well, now is that really true? And when I saw this, you know what I was thinking when I first saw this and read this? I thought about the Loch Ness Monster. That people say was a myth. It never happened. It was probably just a big old stick. You've heard all the other commotions that were said about the Loch Ness Monsters. The urban legends. You know, all the fun stuff. But... When I seen this about the dragon and the people in the 12th century seen this and it was religious pilgrims that seen it, then it raised an eyebrow, I guess you could say. A A fire belching dragon. What else is in that sea we don't even know anything about? What other mysterious creatures are there that you say, oh, that ain't even true. This ain't even, this can't even happen. happen. There's no such thing as a dragon. Well, okay, you just keep believing that and telling yourself that. And if you're a Christian and you're saying you don't believe in dragons, well, you know, at the end of time, it says there will be dragons. So Revelation speaks about dragons and uh, all kinds of other beasts. So, you know, you do the math. But at the same time, could this fire belching dragon that come up out of the sea 
actually been a UFO with the aliens in it. And the UFO just happened to be made like a dragon. And maybe it was belching fire out of it somehow. And just maybe that fire was the fuel to get the fire belching dragon up into the air and to disappear. But then again, it could have really been an actual dragon that we have no idea about. We don't know what walked the earth during these time frames, but we just call them myths and urban legends that there is no such thing. But the truth of it all is, I believe a lot of this stuff is out here. I believe that this fire belching dragon could have existed and it just came out of the sea. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know about. And it may even been from the spiritual realm that we don't know nothing about. Just happened to cross over into the physical realm just right at that moment. There's a lot of things people will see that comes out of the spiritual realm into the physical, but it will eventually go back into the spiritual realm and it just disappears into thin air. And some people's like, I was just seeing things. My eyes were playing tricks. Well, were they really? Or did you really see something from the spiritual realm? You're not crazy. You actually saw something. That is just a fire belching dragon. <laughs> you know... This, I really don't know what to say much on about that, but I like it. Where could this dragon have even come from? Are there more dragons out here that belches fire out of its mouth? Is there some more things or creatures out here? And we just haven't seen them yet? Or has a lot of this just gone into extension? And a lot of these beasts or dragons are extinct now, so... No, they really don't exist in our time anymore. But centuries ago, they did. And years ago, before Christ, and even after Christ. So, I mean, it's it's just stuff to really think about. But if these pilgrims were religious, so you know they wasn't lying about what they saw. But the other question is, let's just go back to what I said earlier. What if this fire belching dragon 
was a UFO, and it was just made like one. And the religious pilgrims didn't know what it was. All they seen was the dragon. I've heard and saw in documentaries that UFOs have come up out of the sea before. That they've been in the ocean and come up out of the water. So what's to say if this was not aliens in a UFO made that out of a dragon? They just have one made in the shape of a dragon. So you think about that. But have you ever went back and thought about the 1947 UFO crash in Roswell, New Mexico? Have you ever thought, did the UFO actually crash? Could had it perhaps been shot down? Has anybody ever thought or have you seen on any of the documentaries that the UFO may have been shot down by our government? Or, like I said, did it really actually crash? That is something maybe we should think more about and might try to do more research. And what caused the UFO to crash? is another question. What caused the alien UFO to crash in Roswell, New Mexico? Think about it. And then you let me know what you came up with. How could it crashed? What if there was, what if there was a helicopter in behind the spaceship or a fighter jet in behind the spaceship and the government didn't want it flying over any more residential areas. So when it just got shot down, it just backfired on the government and people saw when it went down. I'm not saying that's what actually happened, but it's just some questions to think about. Just like I said in the last episode, again, before this one, why... Did the government get so curious about wanting to go to the moon after the UFO crash? What made them start thinking, let's put a man on the moon? It had to be from this UFO crash that done it. And if it was a weather balloon... Why did the military have to get so involved in this? Why was our military so involved over a weather balloon or something else that was just so small? Why could not the local 
police department handle it and just do a report and have it removed and been done with it. So that's another question you should ask yourself. Well, why did the military get involved in this? And I'm pretty sure our police department and trained people and other trained paramedics or rapid responders or something is trained to deal with radiation as well. So there's someone out here besides the military that's got to be trained in a field of radiation. So ask yourself that one question. Why was the military so involved? And why did the military have to go to the hospital and have the parking lot full if it was nothing serious? If it was just a weather balloon, why did the military have to have the parking lot full of, at the hospital and not let no one in the door? And when the ambulance driver that, more t that worked at the funeral home Asked the captain of the U.S. Air Force why or what was going on. And the captain got mad at him for asking the question and started yelling at him and had him ordered off by two MPs. Then what was up with that? So... Ask yourself, why were the military so involved? I know I've repeated that so many times, but I want you to really think about that. That's a really good question. <laughs> the dragon keeps coming back to my mind. You know... Um, this is going to go right back again to like some of the Halloweens and the Day of the Dead episodes that I've done last week. Maybe back then, I don't know if people were like we are with animals today, want to dress up like puppy dogs or kittens and things like that. Did anybody dress up as dragons back then as well for Halloween from way back when, when people were trying to ward off the bad spirits? So I was just wondering, could somebody dressed up as a dragon? I mean, we used to watch a cartoon show called Barney, I believe, that was a dragon. And, no, never mind, I'm sorry. He was a dinosaur. <laughs> I told you I wanted to make this interesting. <laughs> but anyways, these are some questions we need to ask. Why were certain groups of people so involved? But this is all I'm going to do, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you for listening to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Thank you.